Champion bachelors Craig and Greg present a myriad of topics centering on relationships and addictions in the positive lights of experience, strength, and hope. Both have struggled with the strongholds of addiction and with relationships that went awry, and both have emerged on the other side, stronger, wiser, and better prepared to become what they once set out to be. You're listening to The Solution. Hi, Solution. I've reached the end of my rope with my wife, Linda. We got married in a fever when we met in Las Vegas last year, and things were hot and heavy. But now that we live together, we can barely stand one another. I realize now that our connection was based on chemistry and physical attraction, and that we didn't really know one another very well. In fact, we know almost nothing about one another. Our communication has fallen into a rut where it's almost impossible for us to talk without bickering and fighting. Linda has a lot of strong opinions about how things should be done. We often disagree, and now she's started criticizing everything I do. If I wash the dishes, she tells me I put them away wrong. The other night, I offered to drive her to her friend's house, and she disappeared for half an hour to get ready. While waiting, I was reading my book. When Linda showed up, she said, you could have had the car warmed up by now. This kind of behavior makes me defensive. I turn the tables on her, and I point out the things that she does that annoy me, or that I disagree with. I think that her bad actions are much more harmful than mine, so I think it's only right to correct her. Linda just rolls her eyes, or she'll sigh loudly. <sighs> and she tells me I'm stupid. Or she says, what the hell's wrong with you? This all makes me want to stay away. I work long hours, and I make plans with my friends every night. I've been avoiding Linda, so we can avoid a fight. But I can feel her disgust with me reaching an all-time high. Please help me, Solution. Linda and I have lost trust and respect for one another, and I fear that a divorce is not far off. Sincerely, Lou from Las Vegas. Hey, welcome to The Solution. I'm your host, Craig Dallin. Sitting here this evening with my co-host, Greg Carter. Greg, how you doing? Excellent tonight. How you doing, sir? Hey, I'm doing mighty fine. I really am. <laughs> I mean, come on, right? I know, right? It's yeah. podcast <laughs> night. <laughs> How about this guy, Lou? I kind of feel for him. He's writing in about Linda, who's, well, we're going to talk about that, aren't we? Yes, we are. Linda and Lou, it, it looks like they, I don't know, might might have done a lot of yeah, a lot of their getting to know each other, maybe in the sack in the beginning. <laughs> it's not like they didn't even know each other. Right. You know, and that, that, that happens a lot, though, in a relationship in the beginning. You know, you think you know this person, you get married, but maybe they spend a lot of time just, I don't know, maybe doing what feels good. <laughs> and, and they thought, and you know, too, at the beginning of a relationship, what's happening, right? We've talked about this a number of times. All the hormones, the dopamines, the... The serotonins, the oxytocins, yeah. you know, and those can kind of, they can kind of blind you a little bit. And then all of a sudden you're dealing with life when you get married. That poor guy, that poor guy. Yeah. You know, when he, you definitely see defensiveness on his part, you know, and then he'll come back and points out her defects of character, idiosyncrasies, things that he doesn't like about her. And based on what I, you know, you know, heard from the 
letter that was read. He only does this after she points out his defects of character, points mm-hmm. out the things that she doesn't like about him. From what I hear from what he wrote in is uh, possibly a little bit of reactive abuse, and that's what they call it. You know, when somebody keeps hammering on you and they're hitting your um, your triggers, Yes. then all of a sudden, after a while, you get that gets tiring. Yeah. We're not, not sticking up for for either for any reason, but we're just we just go by the letter. That's all we can do. Right. If somebody comes at you, you know, if somebody comes at you at first and you're 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 going, well, yeah, she's right. And then you try to clean things up. Right. You know? And um and then you try to do that. But after a while and you're thinking, well, I didn't do that. And there was some name calling in there too. Yes. And eventually you're just going to build up with that because you're only going to, a human being can only take that so much of that. And when you're living with somebody on the day-to-day basis, things add up quick if they don't get talked about. It can be tough. You know, and work through. Very difficult to live yeah. with. Yes. I mean, you know, and we look at this deal here from John Gottman. Yes. One of his books, Love is Built in a House, right? Right. The two pillars are the pillars of trust and commitment. But in the four horsemen are criticism, defensiveness, contempt, and stonewalling. And what he says is contempt is the number one thing that causes divorce. And contempt is where it shows up as sarcasm, um, eye rolling. <laughs> Sneering, mocking, mocking, right? And mean humor. And um, from her letter, what you described, I saw some of that in there. Oh, Lou, he said it right away. He's like, man, they just had to write in. It was time. And if they don't get that under control, that relationship is going south. I agree. It's going south. And... That's not a pretty thing. Because contempt, that's that's the that will rock the world of that relationship more than anything and bust it up if it isn't dealt with. You know, what's your thoughts on that? I agree. I hope they can find it, you know, Linda and Lou can find it in themselves both to sit down and and talk about it. Get some marriage counseling. Yeah, because I sensed in the letter too that there that there must be some positive attributes too, you know, between the two of them, because she obviously has high expectations on him that he isn't apparently isn't meeting all of them, which is why she's lashing out. So he's he probably excels in the relationship in other areas. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, and there's some areas that she wishes he was better than, which is where this is coming from her. I'm thinking it's hard to tell really without you know hearing the whole story. I wish we could both sit down with him Lou Lou appears to be doing some stonewalling here, yes, he does, you know, so Lou, we're not letting you off the hook, mister. no way. But um, the stonewalling, we 
he said he's something about inviting his, always doing something with his friends. That's right there going to make somebody mad. Yes. You know, the wife's cup, wife comes home a little bit and, well, where's Lou? Where's my husband? She, she might see something that needs to be done yeah. around the house or something. You know, where is he? Where is he? Gone again with his friends. Yeah, with his friends. Doesn't he love me? Or sitting on the couch playing video games again. Out with the friends, video games on the couch. Oh, right. That's not good. No. That's it's not good at all. No. What's he think his last name is? Jackson? So he, Stonewall. Stonewall, Stonewall Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. Good one. Stonewalling. Yeah, right. Good one. Yeah. But yeah, just not being there. Just not being present. Right. Yeah. So that could really, you know, that, that could be considered stonewalling. I mean, if, if, if he knows something that needs to be talked about. Yes. You know, if there's a problem, if somebody prevents, presents you with a problem. Right. Like, hey, uh, let's talk about this. And then all of a sudden they're not around or they're not, or they're not, um, they're not helping you get this resolved. That's right. stonewalling. Yeah. yeah. When there's things don't get resolved, somebody's doing that. Yeah, somebody's not so doing that. So that's a big thing that Lou could uh, just pay more attention to the home. Yes. Be home more. I totally agree. I okay, totally agree. Yeah. He needs, like we mentioned earlier, he needs to participate. He needs to get in there more, you know, be a man. Yep. Be the man. She needs to let him be the man. Be the leader of the home. Yeah. Be the leader of the home and take, like I said, she sounds mad. She's mad because, well, she's not in her. She isn't being allowed to be put in her feminine. Not when she feels she has to run the home. Yeah, because he's, in my opinion, he's not really lifted his finger up to help run the home. Yeah. So in a sense, as we discuss this more, she has no choice but to take charge because she's having to, she's the fixer. I can, I'm seeing this right now. She's kind of like the the matriarch of the household, the, the yep. fixer. Yeah. You know, everything's, fa- she feels like everything's fallen on her shoulders, you know? Yep. And that causes her, like I said, to be in her masculine. Yeah. And so wake up, Lou. You got work to do. That's right. And it's really not that hard because once you do it, you feel good about it. Yes. You've stayed with us this far, and that shows commitment, proving that you possess the trait required to obtain the solution. Now let's rejoin the show already in progress. One thing that stuck out to me more than anything is sexual polarity. I mean, that rang, that I could see that vibe just rolling through that relationship. You know, sexual polarity. I saw her in her masculine. In that, in that letter, it just seemed like she was in her masculine and he was in his... Hmm. I'm not saying he was in his feminine, but there the sexual polarity was off. Most definitely. I mean, to have, to have peace and happiness at home, I mean, it's a proven thing. And everybody should be able to abide by this because it's a normal and natural thing where the woman's in her feminine... And the man's in his masculine. Okay, what's the best way to put her in her feminine? The very best way to do that is for when she comes home from work or whatever she does, he sits and just listens to her and doesn't say a word. Because she, I don't think she's going to want to hear his ways of solving it anyway. I don't <laughs> right, see no. that. 
But eventually she will, but he can put her back in her feminine and she will love him for it by just sitting there and listening to her, letting her just get it all out, get every little bit of toxic uh, thoughts of her out. And then wait for her to breathe like, you know, her just to do this. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> when she does that, he knows, you know. That's like with sitting on a horse. I'll sit on a horse. I'll wait for him to do that. When uh, Before I start to do something else with them, I'll sit on them, wait till they breathe out. Then I know they're totally relaxed. And if he does that to her, that boom, that, that gives her estrogen, that gives her a big estrogen bump and puts her up in her feminine. And he's going to feel it too, where it's going to give him a big old jolt of testosterone. It's going to put him in his masculine. And right then and there, You've got the sexual polarity that works. Something so simple. Right. But it's hard to get to do it because you've been fighting and feuding a little bit. You kind of ignore each other. Yeah. Develop you know? the habits. Yeah. They just got to do the do the things that work. And that one works. Um, you know, there's some tried and true things that, that really work. And for him to be in his masculine... Hey, have her give him a list of things to do around the house. Because I know she wants him to do that. Yeah. Give him a list of things around the house to do. And he does those. And she says, oh, honey, that's awesome. You know? Um, fix something around the house. Do whatever. Yeah, honey-do list. Yeah. And it's not putting on an apron and doing the dishes. It's It's doing some stuff around the house. Doing some things that he should do. Exactly. He's going to feel great about it, and she's going to feel great about it, and then they're going to be a happy couple. Absolutely. That's my answer right there. And then get some marriage counseling, too, on communication. Yes. And then have date nights, too. Ah, there you go. They need to have date nights. There you go. No, you're right. He needs to call her up, talk to her like in the daytime, you know, to say, hey, honey, we're going to go out tonight. Yeah. There's a nice band playing down at yeah Joe's you know Joe's supper club or yeah or at the Babylon or really some nice dinner place yep where they can eat kick back relax do some slow dancing slow dancing I like yeah that you know idea. that practice some romance yep that's right because here you go marriage is a dance right yes it is it's a dance and um can't tangle you by yourself. A, you have a leader in the dance, and you have a follower. And when you're when you're feminine and you're masculine, that is for that. Now, let's just suppose I have a feeling she might have a job that's where she's maybe a leader or she's something. Yes, because she she's got some stones to throw. <laughs> yeah. she's got some you know, and she seems like she would probably be a really good leader at work maybe if you know sometimes it takes that to, to keep your line in shape or do whatever yes you know but if she can just go home and switch roles that'd be big yes it would and i'm sure there's some things he can do to that she wouldn't she would feel that she didn't have to get bossy right right yeah 
Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Maybe just, she'll get her little whipping chains out and get bossy in their little marriage room. That's right. Tell her if she needs to know that, hey, let Lou be a man. Let Lou be a let man. Let him be a man. When you have a name like Lou, yeah. that's manly. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Lou. You darn right. Reminds me of Lou from the Mary Tyler Moore show. Way oh, back when. Oh, yeah. That was played by Ed Asner, wasn't yep. it? Lou. Yeah. Yeah, that Lou, was. Yeah. He, <laughs> yeah. he was the guy. He was that kind of guy. Yes, he was. Yeah. See, Lou was a boss. He was the boss of the television yeah. station. Yep. Hear that, Lou? If you're listening out there, take charge. Take charge. Yeah. She wants you to. That's right. I guarantee Linda wants to Lou to take charge. She's mad at him. Yeah. She's just downright mad at him. And I, the reason why, her anger, deep down inside, even if she can't place it, it's because Lou's not being the man he could be. 100%. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> be the man, Lou. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Be the man, Lou, and just, yeah. Lead like a lead like a man would lead. Yes. You know, because he, he treats his lady right. That's right. And he supports her 100%. And listens to her. And listens to her a lot, yep. Yeah, listens to her, especially when she gets off work, comes home. Yeah. All ears, Lou. Come on now. All ears, yep. Lou. And yes. the reason they say that do it right after work is she comes home because you're entering. she's entering into a new zone. Yes. It's quadrant one. You know, anything <laughs> outside the home, <laughs> inside the home is quadrant number one, right? Yeah, I like that. Like that, yeah. and and you got to treat that that space with extreme respect. Yes. So anybody who enters into that better be in their <laughs> better be in their right uh, be in the right frame to make that uh, sexual clarity work. That's right. Yeah. You don't want her bringing things from work into quadrant one. No, you don't want that. No. Let her get rid of it right then and yep. there. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Just do it, Lou. And yeah, Lou. Linda. Give him a chance. Yep. Give him give him some time to to be the man I'm sure he can be. The man that you loved in the beginning. Yep. He can be that. Yes, he can. Yes. And um, you, Linda, can be that woman. You can be that feminine woman. Yes. You two can compliment each other like you were talking about. Get that sexual polarity back on track again. Yep. I agree with with what you said all the way. And I guess my advice would be just, you know, both of you, we'll start with, well, well Lou, you wrote in, but I mean, you got to be able to know how to switch gears. You guys are like little cars. We're all like little cars. We got to be able to switch gears, you know? So keep your engines tuned up and running good. And like Greg said, go on some dates. Staying in love and dancing, dancing. This concludes this episode of The Solution. Thanks for joining us, and be sure to check out our next episode. Send your questions and comments to Craig, 2042 at gmail.com. That's Craig with a C. Be sure to subscribe to The Solution so you can be notified the moment the next exciting episode is ready for you to listen to. And please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast player. Until next time, good luck and goodbye.